Yes, the washing machine's finished. The washing machine is the bane of my life. Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. Let's go. You are back listening to the Grow Your Online Fitness Business Podcast. It is me, Yusuf, and Alex. Hello. Today. And Alex has coined a term that instantly clicks, which is montage culture, and why it's ruining the fitness industry and any of your hopes as an online fitness coach. Yeah, so we're going to talk about this phenomena. How, it, how it's occurring, how, how we see it play out with a lot of the people we work with, a lot of the people we don't work with, and sort of well, how, how you can avoid that. Um, and I think it's, it's something that's pervasive in both like, you know, you're, I mean, anyone listening who's a personal trainer who's been coaching people will, have, will see this in their clients, like montage culture. So what the heck do I mean by it? What is he on about, this nonsense man? So montage culture, if you've ever seen a movie, we'll go with Rocky. For example, Rocky's training montage, you know, it is iconic. It's inspirational. But one of the reasons it's inspirational is because it looks it looks like it doesn't take a very long time to achieve the things that Rocky achieves. All the jump cuts, all the highlight reels, all the the cool looking stuff just whizzed through in a five minute segment. Exactly. But you know, that's one of the main reasons that Rocky is seen as, you know, this great sports movie. And anything, I mean, so the Queen's Gambit, for example, this is a more recent version, but I think the Queen's Gambit played on some of the very similar things. Now, have you seen it, Yusuf? I don't imagine you have. No. It's, it would be, I'd be shocked if you had, but the Queen's Gambit was a big series. Um, and it was basically, well, it wasn't this, but I thought of it like this. It was like the Fast and Furious, but with chess, <laughs> which is not what it actually was. It was apparently more deep than that, but I don't really think it was much more deep. I think people just think chess is deep because it's com- complicated, but that's a different discussion. Um, uh, but yeah, so it was basically like the skill set of this chess prodigy. She was, you know, getting better and better as time went on and you'd see her, she'd defeat, she'd do the quarterfinals, she'd do the semifinals. It's such a classic movie trope. But I think this trope, unfortunately, is so pervasive in culture that when we start to do things or start to try and achieve things, we expect a similar result. And that's simply not the case for 99% of people. It's not. It's probably a higher percentage than that even. It's probably like 99.9%. Uh, and it's this idea that Yes, there'll be struggles, but don't worry, they'll only last 30 seconds and then we'll jump cut to more success. Yeah, exactly. It's I would go as far as to say it's statistical forgery because what's happening there is you're you it's cherry picking or far, you know, playing with the sounds of time, isn't it, in in a social media context where you can advance people through someone's journey, skip out all the boring parts, skip out all the 
chicken and broccoli and the <clears throat> the bad training sessions where there was no real PB and you're just kind of grinding along. And instead you're you've got all of the all the successes. And as a result, that creates a race to the bottom with testimonials and um showing what's potentially possible with the top five clients that someone's ever worked with missing out all of the the ones that it didn't work for so there are even sports coaches that run on this model if you if you're a high level sports coach you can coach a thousand athletes give them all a horrible training program like a really brutal one that would kill 99.6 percent of people and then the ones that survive make it to the olympics it's like that doesn't make you a good coach it just means that you're able to cherry pick the the best ones and create this destruction in your wake well, exactly and then even outside of the context of you know coaching or results to expect from an athlete i know he's talked about sports movies but you know like the social network have you seen that one yusuf I feel like that might be no. I thought it was like a. I was going to get twenty percent on that one. It's not but, one of the uh, the three films I have seen, unfortunately. So, but or like like Wolf of Wall Street. Have you seen that one? I feel like you I might have seen that have one. Seen that, <laughs> that's because Johnny kept harassing Badgering you. you. Yeah. But you know that that suffers. I mean, admittedly, it's a satire of that culture, but in of itself, it like you know society is infused with these images of people that like. Oh, I start out in my shed. And then, ooh, there's some computers. And then, ooh, now there's three guys and three computers. <laughs> and then and this all happens in like 10 minutes because film viewers want stimulation. They want constant dopamine hits. They want constant progress in the character arc. And then, oh, maybe there's some adversity. Oh, but it doesn't matter because, whoa, the new deal came through. Like there's, there's all of that kind of stuff. And that is really doing a disservice to what it's like to actually run a business that over time is successful um it, it only kind of yeah go on it's it's survivorship bias and mm -hmm. it occurs both with it happens with fitness but also with business coaches and i think this is one of the big dangerous ones where you we often see business coaches that are recommending stupid strategies that just would not work for the everyman mm -hmm. but for the people they do work for they they have some success and and actually even the success that the people who it works for it it's not it, i don't think it's the the best version of success that that person could have because that that so for example they might suggest oh just post on instagram every day and then do high ticket sales that's the standard six figure fit pro guru thing to recommend doing that will work if you have 20,000 instagram followers and you're a very charismatic person and you've already got a lot of latent demand that you can just pick the um, the fruit from. Is that the most profitable that you could be with that with with that structure of a business? No, but because you can you can say, oh, I made ten grand in a month, and then that goes on a testimonial, and people go, oh, whoa, like the the method must work. It's not the method that's working. And so, what we want is the everyman strategy, something that everyone can sit down and calmly implement. It's not sexy, but it means that 90, 90 out of 100 people will get the results from doing that method rather than 5 out of 100 people will get a, a kind of shooting star result. Exactly. And then I think, you know, even within that, like the 
the the montage element of what you know oh 10 grand in a month well then what happened next month <laughs> when you know you'd exhausted that following or even if it was like that oh but then they were like oh i just paid 10 grand to get in shape or i paid a grand to get in shape so annoying and yeah just like your customers will be annoyed at you so that, that i mean just like in wolf of wall street there's sort of a <laughs> there is a I guess a a time bomb almost waiting to happen with that with the kind of get rich quickness and it, I mean it's even in trading like I personally now we won't have to go steal man on this I think day trading's stupid but that's a different discussion you know what, <laughs> I think you've you've day traded but I, I, I think it, that would be an excellent topic for our steel man series which is coming up soon I'm gonna but to it. me to me it's kind of like a it's a similar thing of like this idea of getting atypical results. And I think there is a fetishization of atypical results because we lionize these business owners that have billions when happiness doesn't necessarily come with that. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily an indicator of happiness, but you know, Jeff Bezos getting divorced, Elon Musk clearly very abused as a kid, clearly got some, they all want to go to space because they can't bear to live with themselves on planet earth. But that's a, you know, there's like a, <laughs> there's like a there, there's a cost that comes with being you know asynchronously successful in a specific field like it's the same with i mean any sports you'll see a lot of the the greats are tortured in in some way some of them aren't a very few you know but it, I, I argue it's probably atypically more that the best ever are lacking in a different field versus you could you know so for example with progressive overload <laughs> if if any of us had started at 16 and just done that and actually just done it, our results would still be atypical. We would probably not be the best in the world because we're not genetically predisposed that way. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe one of us is, but we're probably not. Like we, I don't think we were ever going to be in the top 0.01%. But I think that's the that's difference. Is like you can be in the top 1% fairly easily by just doing the reasonable stuff. <laughs> in fact, I find that insane about... Um fitness in general yeah. like that there is such a big market still available people think oh it's saturated we're like well no because if, if you look around the you know outside of gyms and outside of the whole the whole instagram bubble just look at the the shape that people are in day mm-hmm. to day you know the, the average gary from darlington you <laughs> can be <laughs> you you can be in the top as you say top five percent i'd say you can be in the top ten percent within six months of of training top five percent within a year and then top one percent within two or three years very easily just from doing a, a yeah a basic progression eating a, a moderate deficit you know it's it's not it's not rocket science and so the the bar is set very low but people don't have access to either the information or the accountability and just the implementation of that yeah, but I think it's it's the same for business, right? Like, I'd love to be in the well, we you know, it, being in the top one percent is probably quite nice business wise. Like, it's you know, versus being because I think a lot of the montage stuff is based on the naught point naught naught one percent. I think again, people underestimate percentages and how they actually play out in data. Like, there's what there's six, six billion people, so being in the top one percent is actually being in like the top six million, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a good point. Or no, sixty million. Yeah, and there's a lot. Of <laughs> Is that correct? Have I messed up a billion? No, I think you're right. There's, but there's, like, 
there's, there's misattribution of that as well. There's um, the, pe- the the business owners who are in the top zero point ten zeros one percent. Yeah, the, the Bezoses and the the Musks, they will. You know, you, you often listen to them and. You might get some wisdom out of them. I mean, for, for for Bezos, he's a pretty smart guy. Like, I think he's quite self-aware. But let's if we look at some celebrity, like the classic Oscar speech, don't give up on your dreams, man. You just gotta want it enough, and you just gotta try hard, and you just got and and there's all that. It's very glib advice <laughs> that there will be ten thousand other people who did exactly the same inputs and didn't get anywhere. Yeah. But because that person survived and they, they think that what they did is what actually caused them to get the success that they had, it's like, well, no, probably what they did was permissive to their success. They didn't end up screwing it along the way. You know, they didn't didn't end up um, committing suicide or, um, you know, being... being in some, the, some do. Well, some do, yeah. But, they, you know, they, they didn't end up doing something to, to damage their career. It didn't get into a, a sex scandal too early or don't live in Kenya where there's no Hollywood contracts going on or whatever it yeah. is. But it to assume that what you did is the thing which, which got you to the top, whatever percent, you have to have some objectivity, some outside awareness of, ah, okay, did this person just manage to slot through all the nets or was it what they did, which has driven them to success? And is that replicable? Probably not in the case of the, the top businesses, but mm-hmm. There is a model that you can follow that will bring you into the top ten percent quite easily. Yeah, and, and that's like that's a great life. <laughs> I think that that's the more important thing is that, like, I th- as I said, all these tortured characters that are in this naught point naught naught freakish—they're these alien creatures who they're also probably alienated by the world around them because they're so atypical in the results that they've got that nothing really makes sense. Like, imagine waking up and having like ten billion and just being like, "What the hell do I do with my day?" Like what, how do you even go about? There's so many things you could like, it'd just be completely over what you, you get so many new problems by being there versus trying to live a, a reasonable existence within the boundaries of something that's like, you can repeat it, you can do it, you can get a nice output. There's challenges. You overcome those challenges. Sometimes the challenges are harder. Sometimes the challenges are softer. That's the case for every single human being on this planet to varying degrees of extremity. And I think history probably has shown the, the, the nicest spot is probably to be like not in the top top and also just not really in the bottom but just like decently well mm-hmm. like doing like an eight out of ten i think if you aim to be like an eight out of ten business rather than what i think a lot of people who read business gurus i mean us included like <laughs> who'd like oh you know what i'll do i'll try and copy michael jordan's basketball style or like you know whatever i don't i'm not, I'm not really that athletic let's be honest it's the equivalent of someone copying like jay cutler's training program they've seen in a muscle mag or something like exactly the, a it, lot of these people are even successful in spite of what they did which is the other um weird thing to consider that there are people who actually their inputs were wrong <laughs> because they had such incredible natural talent or they had some other freakish strength that just or free or freakish luck like especially with some business for example there's probably been 50 different facebooks that didn't make it maybe even more and exactly but you've got businesses that were just right place right time you've got investors that did the same thing well in fact uh, the ones at the top are literally a confluence of all of the good things so the best inputs 
the best predetermined natural inputs, the best the best luck, the best effort from you know. And it, this is not disparaging the people at the top. It no, is. I, I yeah. What you're what you're saying there really is that the world is big. Like there are a lot of people around, and so you do need. In, it's much bigger than you could ever really truly perceive. Like. I don't know how much traveling you've actually done. You said we never had, got, I think we've traveled a little bit, but like, when, like coming to America and getting going it's to like, <laughs> um, but like coming to America and then you go to New York and you're like, Oh, New York thinks it's the center of the universe. London also thinks it's the center of the universe. And then having a Chinese housemate who went, Oh, New York's kind of small. And you're like, what? what? <laughs> and it's like, Oh, there's a hundred New York size cities in China. And then it's like, Oh, oh wow really we're so much tinier than we could even nearly and like and within those cities there's there's immense culture and there's immense everything and it's it's all brilliant and it's more than you could ever hope to achieve in a lifetime and like the world is so expansive that looking at these like freaks and being like yes we'll do that then that works <laughs> is a bit naive i think yeah for sure um i just the thing that just came to mind is the uh, the usain bolt when he hit the record and had nuggets for breakfast. Yeah. It's just, yeah. just better than everyone. <laughs> but yeah, we are. that is, that is a little bit of advice. So, so don't try and shoot for montage culture. If you want a kind of more reasonable process, if you want the progressive overload slash calorie balance of the business world, then we think we've got at least a, a sample of that. Some in the every month strategy. Nice. Exactly. In fact, it's, it's what Naval describes as if I was to want to be wealthy in a thousand lifetimes, I want to be wealthy in as many as possible, not yeah. in like the odd lucky one. So I need a replicable process that does work for everyone. Um, some recommended reading as well, just based on what Alex has said there about the downsides of being in the, the top um, echelons is an article with Tim Ferriss. We'll put the link in the description about the downsides of fame mm -hmm. and it's fascinating he talks about the stuff that he has to do now that he's become pretty famous got a big big following and having to avoid kidnappings and ransoms and uh, people coming to his house and camping out on his doorstep and all this stuff that we don't consider if you've got if you don't have a big following yeah so for someone like him it's now added a whole bunch of costs and anxiety and everything else so it's uh yeah it's a pretty well and so from a hollywood insider that i know that i met whilst traveling in la the proportion of celebrities who have really high hard drug problems <laughs> is much larger than you might expect not going to name names but there's some interesting ones that you're like oh they do heroin on set very interesting <laughs> on set yes like they have to get carried off set because they're wow. ODing. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> so that, that's to say, come talk to us. Uh, I know we veered off a little bit there, but I hope it was fun. And I, I think there is some wise stuff in there. Um, to, just to be used, like when, you, when you're frustrated, if you're looking at Instagram, like, oh, I'm never going to... So I think oftentimes a story we tell ourselves about our success or about our place in the planet is often very crippling. And we're not saying don't aim to be freakishly good as a deterrent, we're saying it as something that's actually going to help you to achieve a great life, oh, you know, yeah. and, and stop setting your sights. Because otherwise, 
trying to achieve freakish results, you just bounce about. You go, oh, this didn't achieve a freakish result. I've got to do another thing for achieve Versus like you were doing the right thing straight away. You didn't need to add like weighted ankle band chain jump flip squats. Just squat normally. Yeah. Yeah. It's going for the moonshot result, isn't it? And Mm -hmm. um, as you say about Instagram, I mean, remember Instagram is designed for people to lie about how well they're doing. Yeah, it's the whole purpose of the. Well, it's not the whole purpose of the social media, but it's become that. And so, I've seen so many people that you would look at and think, "Oh, they they must be doing really well. Like, what a what an amazing influencer. What a what a big following they've got. What you know, how great does their life look?" And you hear about their private lives, and you're like, "Oh God, actually, like it really is all just a front." Yeah. So, just be aware of that and not to um, compare yourself to a life that someone probably doesn't even actually have that they're claiming that they do. Beautiful. Right. Much love. Speak soon. Okay, bye then. Want to learn more about the systems we use to run, build, and scale propanefitness.com? Head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build Propane Fitness. We walk through the sales systems, the delivery systems, follow-up, remarketing, how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24-7. We really do cover the full thing, right? And if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us, there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with Yusuf or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to. So go to propinfitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that. If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels, the best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.